Welcome to Morning Momentum, your daily dose of encouragement by Russell Harbaugh, blogger at thecaffeinatedleader.com and business consultant at Higher Visions Coaching, Training, and Consulting, timeforvision.net. It's another week. It's another Monday. And uh, for high achievers and those ready to get after it, that represents a whole nother week of opportunities to show your value. Um, and get out there and and win the world, win the day, right? Win the day, win the week, win the week, win the month, win the month, win the year, win the year, win the decade, win the decade, win your life. And that's what high achievers are about. Um, so never get uh, bogged down just because it's Monday. Grab your coffee, head out there, see where you can create value and change lives. Uh, so this week, I had the thought I would share with you each day of this week, each morning, um, kind of break down and uh, make the overall theme of the week uh, motivation. And so uh, over the last hundred years, there's been some distinct, um, uh, I guess you could call an evolution or um, a deep dive over the last hundred years of just pouring in and getting into the psychology of motivation. And so there's been these theories. So there's multiple theories of motivation. And so I want to break down um, the top, uh, say, six or seven this week of motivational theories. And so this morning, I wanted to talk about um, the incentive theory and how it suggests that people are motivated to do things because of external rewards. So for example, They may be motivated to go to work. Why? Because there's a monetary reward called a paycheck. And the theory is that the greater the perceived reward, the stronger the motivation is to do it. And so on the surface, this makes a lot of sense. And in many cases, it proves to be kind of true, um, especially in marketing. I don't know how many of you have been caught... um, caught up in a marketing ploy and ended up uh, buying something that wasn't on your radar because of a 40% off if you buy today or free shipping um, until midnight, right? Or even um, something as simple as, uh, I remember (laughs) years ago working um, fast food, long, long time ago, and somebody wanting me to pick up their shift. And I'm just like, ah, I just don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, if you trade with me, I'll throw in an extra $50, you know, sold, all right, do that, especially back in uh, my day of working fast food when, you know, you're talking three, four dollars an hour, 50 bucks was a big deal, and uh, so you would jump on that, that, that monetary reward um, motivated me to change my plans right on the spot, but the problem with this theory is that, is that I don't believe it's complete. There's a lot of other factors involved in the outcome beyond the reward. Um, There's people's uh, values and morals and and there's peer pressure. There's your current psychological or physical needs, etc. For instance, somebody dragging themselves out of the desert dying of thirst will more than likely not sell you that last glass of water for any amount of money or any other kind of reward you could give them. Right. A, a conservative uh, person with who holds to their integrity would not support an opposing position no matter what you offered them. 
right? Even the motivated to work because of a paycheck illustration isn't so cut and dried because studies show that money is really a lousy and at best a short-term motivator. In fact, I know many people who work for less money than they could be making elsewhere because there are other things more important to them. Um, and we'll kind of explore this in, in another episode about expectancy theory of motivation. We'll just kind of um, go in that direction. Uh, but the other problem I see with incentive-based motivation is that it is mostly external. And the reward will need to be available every time you want that person to do that thing, right? Um, so back when I was pastoring a church for many years, I noticed uh, that whatever it took to get people to come um, to church um, is what it would require to get them to keep coming in many cases. And in fact, a, a leadership strategy book that I'm, I'm working on, um, one of the chapters is based on this principle of whatever it takes to get them, it will take to keep them. <laughs> And so because of this, I wasn't a real big fan as a pastor of, um, of big special events. You know, you, you hire a band and a special speaker. You, you pour resources into the event that you've been saving up for all year long. Um, and then, yeah, you get some new visitors. Um, they really like it. And then they come the next two weeks, next three weeks, to find out that, you know, your regular music isn't as good as that first visit. The The speaker may not be as exciting and engaging as that higher hand was on that first visit. Instead of door prizes and giveaways, uh, you know, now they're kind of asking for um, commitment and, and support, right? Um, and so what I found is much better success with was to, I guess what you'd call fish with the bait that you have, <laughs> the, the bait that you've already got on stock. And, and instead of trying to do kind of a, a bait and switch, um, so to speak. So for us, it was a great family atmosphere and, and strong relationships that just seem to fill the gap in most people's lives today. We had that to offer in abundance. Um, and so when, when they like each other, feel like family, have a purpose beyond themselves, etc., you don't have to entertain perfectly to retain them. I say that again, you don't have to entertain to retain. So unless you have a great way to transfer the temporary incentive um, to an ongoing incentive that provides a similar value to the customer, um, Purely incentive strategies um, will be impossible to sustain in the long run. And they don't really do anything to build an internal incentive um, within the individual, which all studies show that, you know, if there's no intrinsic motivation being built at some level, um, you're not going to be able to sustain an externally based um, marketing mindset. Right. So unless you can make that transition. So if you did a big event or whatever, um, say as a, like we were in, as a church, we could do a big event to get them in. But, but we'd have to really train our people that, hey, the visitors that come, you really need to have effort, put in a lot of effort of, of connecting with them, building relationship with them. Because when they come next week, we're not going to have all this. What they're going to have is that connection with somebody and hopefully 
um, we will connect with certain people to where those be budding relationships will be the incentive going forward that's worth more to them than the you know giveaway of the gas cards and the the the, the big band was this one day and so in your marketing you know you put these big promotions in there but what are you attaching with that what are you training your customer service people to do around that so you're using that as a bait to get them in but unless you're going to do something big like that every single day to get them to come back, you better be able to transition them somehow over to a connection with your brand, a connection with your people, um, a recognition of your superior quality or something else that will now be the ongoing thing that motivates them to come. Um, so you don't have to always be giving all your product away to get them in the door. Anyway, hope that makes sense. That's um, that's the the incentive theory, and I hope that gives you something to think about today. Um, if you if you join us again in the morning, um, I'll be talking about the drive theory. And uh, these theories get a little bit more complicated and a lot more interesting as we go through them. So I hope you'll stick with us all week and. Uh, you can always go to the caffeinatedleader.com Facebook page to kind of engage in, in conversation about these and ask questions, and I'd, uh, I'd love your feedback. So until then, I'll see you in the morning. This is Russell Harbaugh, and I hope you really enjoyed today's encouragement from Morning Momentum. If you did, I'd love for you to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast listening from and leave a positive review, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and share with any uh, friends or family or coworkers who might uh, benefit from the daily motivation, wisdoms, and, and nuggets of, of training that I'll be doing as I go forward in this. If uh, you ever need help with um, personal or professional development, team development, um, or anything to do with marketing or, or business systems from collections to to uh, invoicing, all the way up to strategy and vision and mission, um, board retreats, how to network properly, how to use lead groups, BNIs, uh, network at Chamber of Commerce, any of those kind of things and get the maximum benefit from those, please don't hesitate to go to timeforvision.net and click the button that says free consultation. And one of our team members will get back with you and we'll just uh, figure out how we may be able to help and, and pour into you and help you with your business. Till next time, this is Russell Harbaugh, the caffeinated leader from thecaffeinatedleader.com. See you in the morning.